Welcome to TMI, a podcast by Henry Ford Allegiance Health. Well, it's another podcast, Amanda. We have Amanda here as my co-host today. Hi, Dave. In the studio, and we're talking about some cool stuff. What, what do you think we should talk about today, Amanda? I mean, I've had varicose veins on my mind all morning, so I think we could start with that. Yeah, and my I have kind of a family history of varicose veins as well. Um, and it's just an interesting topic. Um, I, I've seen like billboards around town for it and just all sorts of stuff, lots of people talking about them. And one thing we want to talk about though is that this is just information. If you need specific medical advice, please consult your own doctor or physician for more information. Uh, we're going to be talking about varicose veins and a couple other things related to that. So um, we have someone joining us in the studio today, someone who knows quite a bit more than we do, Dr. Nepper. Hi, thanks for having me today. Welcome. Good Welcome morning. Welcome to the party here. Um, we've got, we have a couple questions. Um, in our department here, we kind of you know, get together and we're trying to live more healthy, trying to look better, feel better, all those kind of things. And since we have the opportunity to talk to doctors like yourself, um, we're kind of trying to take advantage of that. <laughs> so welcome. And um, what do you do in the health system? Thank here? you. I'm uh, Jordan Nepper. I am the uh, medical director of vascular surgery, and I'm also the director of research for the health system. So uh on a day-to-day basis, I do a lot of operating on veins and arteries. Nice. Um, so, what does a vascular surgeon do? I know that's only part of what you do, but what, yeah, that's what do you a great do? question. So, vascular surgeons treat blood vessels in the body, pretty much every blood vessel in the body, except mm-hmm. if it's inside the skull or on the heart. Mm-hmm. So, arteries, veins, sometimes things called lymph channels, but it's mm-hmm. a broad specialty that kind of goes across the whole body. Wow. That's cool. I didn't even know that. Amanda, did you have any questions for Dr. Nick? <clears throat> well, yeah. I mean, since you did bring up, I'm, I'm guessing you treat people of all ages. Yeah, usually late late teens to the end of life for the most part, but there's exceptions to every rule. Wow. I guess when I, th- when I think of things like vein issues, yeah. I, I think of um, older people, yeah. although I'm in my 30s and- I mean, I may or may not have issues mm-hmm. <laughs> with some veins on my legs. Um, so, And I remember things like my grandmother telling me about a procedure that she was going to have done, but it was a long time ago. It sounded like it was yeah. going to be painful. And My mom had to have it done, and she was, like, dreading it. And then my, yeah. dad, my dad should have had it done, but he did not want to do it. So what is – why are people so freaked out about various well, veins? I think part of it's – a lot of people think it's just looks, and it's not. Mm-hmm. Varicose veins is a medical disease. Yeah. Varicose veins can cause wounds and pain, disability to people, limit their work-life balance. Hmm. So varicose veins can develop for numerous reasons. It could be family history like you, Dave. Mm-hmm. It could be estrogen levels changing and cause valve dysfunctions. Like also you, Dave. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. mm-hmm. Or like me. But uh, – <laughs> Pregnancy is another huge cause of varicose veins. Not, and if not we actually, me. Not me either. <laughs> if we actually look, about one in three women probably have some form of medical vein disease if right. they were actually to seek treatment. Yeah. Wow. That's crazy. I want, is, can those be developed by uh, like prolonged periods of sitting? I know I, for one, spend a ton of time in front of 
um, the computer. So I'm sitting for like eight, nine hours a day at least. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So the way our veins work is it's really a passive drainage system. So you really have to be moving for your veins to drain in our legs. And sitting and standing cause increased pressure, can cause breakdowns of the normal sure. backup systems. So prolonged sitting and standing are really good reasons to have vein disease. Mm-hmm. Like I said in the other podcast, luckily my legs are beautiful. So <laughs> I'm trying to keep them I'll in shape. i that. Dave has particularly attractive legs. Well, I wouldn't go that far. For now, right? <laughs> yeah. And part of that is I intentionally try and get up. I mean, they even make like apps now that you can wear on your watch to say, okay, time to get up. Um so that is su- such an important thing to just move and keep yeah. that stuff flowing. Yeah. I tell people that already have vein disease every hour, if you get up and take one lap around your office, we're mm. probably more likely more likely to have better results in the future and less likely to develop more disease. So yeah, really, yeah. Well, and some of that is I just like to not do work sometimes, right? But I mean, that's something that <laughs> seems totally doable. Like when I yeah. think of, um, you know, trying to avoid things like vein disease, I think. I've got to commit to a one mile walk or a three mile walk every morning. And, you know, sometimes that doesn't work out. But doing a lap around the office once an hour, totally reasonable. Right. So it's, it's, it can be preventable. Um, now, a lot of people, they know signs of heart disease, they know what to look for. That's kind of been ingrained in a lot of things recently. How do you know? If you have like a vascular disease, what are the signs or what can you look for? Yeah, that's a great question. So there's two flavors of the most common vascular disease. One is peripheral artery disease and the other is peripheral vein disease. So those Mm -hmm. are in the legs. Peripheral vein disease, which is varicose veins and kind of its cousins and related diseases, can be pain, swelling, bulging, aching, fatigue, itching, and the visual changes of the varicose veins. And those that get worse as the day goes on and better with your legs being up are probably vein disease. Wow. Then the other side that's more dangerous is the artery disease. And those are people that as you walk, your legs get tired out to the point that you have to stop, that maybe don't have enough blood flow to even raise their legs up without having severe pain. So different flavors of of different types of blood vessels having issues. Is, is swelling a thing with that stuff? Swelling well? is. So varicose veins and swelling don't often go hand in hand, but other forms of vein disease do have significant swelling. I never even thought yeah. those things could be vein-related. I just figured they were muscle-related. So or... actually, actually, one of the most common things people notice, aside from seeing the varicose veins, is itching. And it's those yeah. big bulging veins putting pressure on our skin, sending signals to our brain uh-huh. that we mistake as itching. So people itch them, sometimes to the point where they'll even bleed. Right. Weird. Weird. Kind of scary. Yeah. Now I'm going to wonder why I'm itching. I was going to say my legs are suddenly feeling incredibly itchy. <laughs> I, I did just have poison ivy, so I think, I think I'm good with the itching for now. Um, but so there's so many different symptoms. Should people get tested regularly for this kind of thing? So this is more of a if you feel you have the symptoms, usually one screening test. If it's negative, most people aren't going to mo- progress to that. But if you have visible signs, meaning the swelling, skin changes, yep. which may be color changes, which could be varicose mm-hmm. veins, an easy ultrasound test is takes 10 minutes of your time, is non-invasive, and can kind of tell you, is there a treatable vein option or should we be looking up a different tree? Yeah. So it doesn't physically hurt you or feel nope. anything when they do the scanning? And- nope. All you feel is some warm jelly on your leg and mm. 
uh, they stand you up and see which way the vein blood is draining, and we can get a pretty good picture of what's going on in about 10, 20 minutes. And that's just an ultrasound? Just an ultrasound. And it takes how many minutes? Probably 10 to 20 minutes, depending on how extensive your disease is, but a screening test is, well, Mm -hmm. usually under 15 minutes. And sometimes we have those kind of screenings around here. Yeah, so we actually have free screenings all the time. So actually Mm -hmm. in the office, we offer daily free screenings, and sometimes we do events at different employers, different community groups, different events that the health system is hosting. Yeah, I think that's great. And there's a lot of health systems that do that. So make sure to check those online. Um, what, What would be the next thing that happened if you went to one of these screenings or had a screening done? And they found something like maybe uh, aortic aneurysm or some kind of other issue. What would happen? What would they do? Usually at that point, they'll say, hey, there is an anomaly we found here. You should talk to your physician. And we recommend maybe a specialist like a vascular surgeon should discuss it with you. And if it's an aneurysm, it may be as easy as and an aneurysm is an abnormal dilation of a blood vessel. Some of them are small and you don't need to do anything with them. Some of them are large and we have to fix them. And it really just depends on a skilled medical uh, advice from that point. Sounds much better than waiting for something bad to happen. Yeah. And it sounds easy. Yeah, totally. It's really easy, actually. And not only do we do screenings, but if you have Medicare, you by law are allowed to have a free screening for your aneurysm disease. Uh, there have been numerous famous people that died of aneurysms and along yeah. with their families, we lobbied Congress about 10 years ago and we have what's called the SAVE Act, the S-A-A-A-V Act that says if you have a family history, if you've mm-hmm. ever smoked 100 cigarettes when you're 65, you get a belly check and look for an aneurysm and that's the mm. main way we've got people living longer as far as vascular disease going. Wow. That's incredible. I had never heard that before, but what a fantastic service. Yeah. People should definitely take advantage of that. Right. Um, So vascular stuff, those screenings are pretty neat. What are some of the other things that you're excited about right now? I know you do a lot of different things. So uh, one of the really exciting things is up to this point, we've kind of had piecemeal, especially for vein treatment services. We haven't really had a comprehensive all-in-one center. And they're going to be opening opening the Henry Ford Allegiance Comprehensive Vein Center. It's going to be its own space. It's going to be a place where you can get your ultrasound, meet your doctor, and get your procedure all in one space. And it's relaxing with other services available. And it's going to be a nice place that's going to be uh, comprehensive and unique in the community. Awesome. Is that at the main hospital? It is. It's going to be in the professional building at the main hospital. Wow. And uh, it's going to have an easy phone number. It's 205-VEIN. Oh, wow. Nice. What are some of the interesting things that you're going to be doing over there? Yeah, so we're going to be doing all the procedures over there. We have several new technologies, including uh, one that's called Seal, a glue procedure. We have some cosmetic services we're offering now, which are transdermal radio frequency for small veins sclerotherapy for some spider veins, hand fillers for people that have visible veins on their hands that Uh they don't like to deal with. And so those are the big cosmetic expansions. And then all the medical services are going to be moving to that space as well. Hmm. That's really cool. And I think that's one thing that's really neat about you guys now is you're, you're doing all these new interesting things and you're, the whole reason is to keep people healthy and safe and just like really take that 
what works best for the patient kind of thing. And I think you guys are doing amazing with Thank that. Thank you. Yeah. And kind of as vascular surgeons, we've, we've kind of tried to do a transformation over the last 10 years because historically surgeons, we just did an operation, moved the person back along and saw them again if they had any problems. And mm-hmm. what we're really trying to become is the vascular specialist. So if you have an issue whether you just need to talk to somebody, whether you need a medical treatment, whether you need a surgical treatment, whether you need to be followed for a long time, we want to be the all-encapsulating body for that. And I think it's better for the patient. It's better for us because mm-hmm. we know what changes are going on into the future. And I think it's the way that medicine should be going. Yeah. What would you say to somebody who might think that they have something going on but not quite sure? What would, you, what would be your recommendation for them? Get it checked out. If you don't want to talk to somebody about it, mm-hmm. sign up for a free screening. Our ultrasound techs mm-hmm. are really knowledgeable. They can guide you down the right ways. Your primary doctor is a wealth of knowledge. They all have a very broad experience in being able to direct people in the right ways. And if not, there's a lot of resources on our websites. There's a lot of kind of self-guides to trying to figure out what your next steps might be. That's well, awesome. It's, it's great to know that we have people working in our community that really are thinking and looking forward to creating a healthier community, especially in things that are not quite as well-known as vascular screen, vascular things right now, but they are just as important to keep you healthy as anything else out there. So, And don't forget about the part where it also makes you look better. Oh, yeah. There's also that. Yeah. That's true. Um, so... If you want to find out some more information about this, you can, where can they contact you? you said yeah, so um, and... they can, 205-1305 is our general phone number. The yep. Vein Clinic is 205-VEIN, V-E-I-N. Or if you go to the uh, Henry Ford Allegiance website and type in vascular services, you'll be able to get uh, all of the information on all the disease processes we treat. That's awesome. Well, thanks for being part of our little podcast today. This well, is Thank you guys very much. Valuable thank you. information. I was a little curious about all this stuff. I feel like I've had so many questions answered. <laughs> cool. So if you want more of these podcasts, you can visit our podcast online at henryfordallegiance.com slash podcasts and find it on all the places like iTunes and all those other places you get your podcast. So thanks for listening. If you have more questions, follow us on Facebook and send us your questions and we'll try and get those answered. We've got some really smart people here, so... Not not me. Maybe Amanda's pretty smart. Oh. (laughs) Thanks, Dr. Nepper, for being on. Thank you guys for having me.